I want you to know every single business owner goes through this. This is not unique to you. It is not unique to me. It is not a you problem. It's the way business goes. I'm Natasha Zork, two-time founder and self-made millionaire. This podcast is home to female founders, creatives, and change makers. If you're aspiring to think bigger and earn bigger, then you're in the right place. Get ready to tune into some honest takes on this crazy journey we call entrepreneurship. Hello and welcome back. Okay, today's episode, first off, I just want to say this. If you're listening to this and you're currently going through a situation with a client, an unhappy client, I just want to send you so much love. And I really, really, really hope that this episode not only helps you feel better, but navigate it better, not only in this current situation, but future ones. So let's get into it. Now, I want you to know every single business owner goes through this. This is not unique to you. It is not unique to me. It is not a you problem. It's the way business goes. So I want you to stop attaching an immense amount of worth to this, to your business. I want you to breathe and go through this with your head held high and not project, react, and take everything to heart because that is going to be a sure way to burn out. It's going to cause very inflammatory reactions. It's not going to be conflict resolution. And it's just not going to build a really strong rapport or business reputation. Now, I'm going to go over about five things with you so you can feel it, then pivot. And I really want to help you shift your perspective on unhappy clients because it feels detrimental. It feels like your life is shattering. It feels so heavy because it can be, and I want to validate you there, but it also can be one of your best assets and growing avenues within your business. And before we jump into the five main tips, I want to start off really by setting the tone here with you and leveraging this exercise that I use in life and in business all the time. And I think this is going to be a really good self-regulating exercise for you to take on in this situation and future ones. First off, take a deep breath. You got this. You really, really do. Now follow the five second rule and ask yourself, will this matter in five seconds? Will this matter in five minutes? Will this matter in five days? Will this matter in five weeks? Will this matter in five months? Or will this matter in five years? That can really help you go from my life is crumbling, everything, my business, I need to burn it to the ground, gotta liquidate it, it's done, it's done, this is the end of me. And if you say that it's not going to really matter that much in five days, you can act quick and take that reactive, that bubbling emotion and regulate it quick and move with swiftness, leadership and rapport. 
because this episode is not only how to navigate unhappy clients, but to do so as a true leader. And this exercise can really help you stay in that embodiment and really, really not come from this angle that will be detrimental, that will actually hinder your reputation and client relationships and business so much more. So like I said, you want to feel it and then pivot. This is absolutely, this is absolutely, even though it feels so scary and it feels so negative and you're like, why me? Why is this going on? This is absolutely a blessing. It's highlighting your gaps and bottlenecks in your business. So thank God, literally say thank God it happened now, not later when you're bigger, badder, and have way more liability and way more on the line. Oftentimes people think this is such a hiccup in your journey. It's a roadblock, but it's actually a mountain, a mountain of blessings. This is what you're literally looking at for your next level. It's prepping you for that next scaling phase if you want to scale. This is prepping you and really flexing that founder and that leadership role. And this is where you're going to see the personal development really transpire and flourish, honestly. So let's get into five things that you can do and how to navigate unhappy clients, but do so as a leader and really stand behind those leadership qualities that you're you're working on and you want to become. Number one, pause. This is so important. Literally pause. Do not be reactive. Do not respond right away. Digest what just happened. Take it back. Take a step. Don't engage in reactive communication. Don't respond right away, even if you've seen the message or if it's an email. Speak with your team or speak with your mentor or speak with whatever valued support system and speak to someone who will understand what you're going through. Now, our partners or our best friends or certain people can really, really understand, say, you but they might not understand the severity or the intricate details of what you're going through. So you ideally want to talk to someone who has been in this position and conquered it and done so in a way that you admire. That's going to make sure that you're not getting, say, someone else's projection or reactiveness or unhealed trauma. You want to make sure you're getting business advice around this. And you want to make sure that you aren't jumping the gun too quickly and responding because you might be whether it's intentional or unintentional, projecting or acting out of ego or major fear. You need to handle this from a professional standpoint and reduce as much friction and liability as possible. And by taking a step back, processing and coming back from a less emotional state and sleeping on it, you will do as such. Because in our first moment, we want to defend, right? Which is so understandable, by the way. You want to just resolve and disclaim and explain and really get solve it and then be like, okay, we're done. We can't do that in this situation. Well, you can, but I suggest that you don't. So number one, pause. Don't be reactive. If it's going on right now and you still haven't responded, good. Wait until you feel it as such. Obviously, don't wait too long. You don't want to wait a full out week or weeks and months. You want to make sure you're swift, but not too swift with it. Number two, Have a conflict resolution standard operating procedure in place with your team, with yourself. 
start to build out, whether it's from past experiences, conversations, or potential scenarios you see that could be a threat. And I want you to start to build out canned responses and SOPs for these type of situations and start to build out incentives that you can give them so that all parties leave happy. But you want to start to create general messages where you can copy, paste, and tweak per person. But it's where the team can even or not inform you at moments of certain situations and they can handle the the conflict resolution themselves. And it can stay, you know, not spike you into a spiral if they know that's something you're trying to work through. Your team can support you, but you have to support them in this journey before it occurs. You have to plan. You want to be protective, not reactive always. And something I really want to drive home here too is studies show that consumers actually rate their experience way more enjoyable after a conflict has occurred, but it was handled not only well, but swiftly. Despite this feeling, like I said at the beginning, like a life-shattering and tarnishing experience, you're actually sitting on a very unique and big opportunity to build a really good reputation, to build a long-lasting client and relationship through your effective conflict resolution. So if you start to prep and plan, and it's not ignorance is bliss in this and avoid it like the plague, kind of like we do with accounting and legal, but even on the strategic communication and conflict resolution, and you plan accordingly for potential and future issues, if and when they occur, there you go. Not only do you feel, and that will support you in number one, which is pausing, taking a moment to breathe and and collect and come back in a professional standpoint in a non-triggered lens. But this is going to give you a really good comfort support system. Even just knowing you have something in place or a team and you've kind of vetted gone through this, that actually is going to help you even in your nervous system too, because you're like, okay, we've talked about this. We've molded over a little bit. Now it's just time to work the plan. But you're not scrambling last minute. It's it's not this out of left field where you're like, I have no idea. You have planned and prepped accordingly. So you're going to be able to handle it with so much more grace and leadership from you and your team. So I want you to start thinking about that. Number three, I want you to go inward. Okay. I really, really, really want you to take massive accountability here. This is so important. We love to point the finger when an issue occurs, or we like to say the client has audacity, which you know what? Very well. We've all had them. Karens do exist. Okay. If we've learned one thing from TikTok, it is that. But you have to take accountability. How are your boundaries? Did you communicate effectively in your front-facing marketing what they're purchasing? Did your onboarding phase do its due diligence? Did you have a welcome packet? Did you have clear expectations and boundaries communicated in multiple touch points in the onboarding phase? In your email responses, in an initial message, on the kickoff call, on the sales call, wherever, did you do your job effectively and properly inform the client of the roles and responsibilities of not only them, but yourself and the scope of work? If not, This is where I said you're actually sitting on a huge opportunity as well. It kind of goes into a few points. One, the conflict resolution. Two, you get to audit yourself. You get to refine and correct it moving forward. And again, this is a complete and total blessing unveiling your biggest gaps. Be thankful it happened. And it is so important for you to take a reflective moment and say, where can I do better? Where can I analyze my communication 
Where did I break my boundaries? Where did I give too many discounts? Did I inherently call this in from overextending, from devaluing myself by decreasing my prices? Did I get ahead of myself in the sales process going into the desperado vibes and ended up over promising and under delivering? That very well could be. And you have to look at yourself and say, where do I have a say in this? How did I cause this outcome? Now, I'm not going to leave you hanging. If there's one thing that I've learned through and through within my two businesses and working with thousands of students now, it is boundaries. It is so important and it's really going to go into point number four well, but I have a dear friend of mine, Kaylee Reveal Studio Co. If you know her, she's awesome. She's a copywriter, but also just like a badass, so firm on boundaries. We both have really awesome lawyer friends. We share the same friends in that regard. And she actually partnered up with Nina, the lawyer, who is phenomenal. She's a lawyer, of course. Hello, her name. And they created the Boundary Bible. And I think this would be an incredible resource for you to start with. And the great news is it's under $150. It's $147. And what you get in the Boundary Bible is 26 email and DM scripts for setting and enforcing strong boundaries. You take the emotion and overwhelm out of setting and enforcing these business boundaries that are non-negotiable with clients, contractors, collaborators, and you set the boundaries very easily, but you enforce them, right? And you don't make it a challenge. You make it simple. They're customizable email and DM scripts. You can make it simple, like I said, and stress-free to let a client, contractor, or collaborator know exactly what your boundaries are and what the consequences will be if they're broken or overstepped. Because let's face it, a business without boundaries breeds anxiety, overwhelm, and a huge large amount of problems that could have been avoided. But a business with clearly stated and enforced boundaries, now that is a recipe for success. And you know what? They've gone through and done the hard work for you. Like I said, for point number two, where conflict resolution, make a whole list of canned emails, Kaylee can take care of that for you. You can obviously add on top of it, this can set the tone and get the ball rolling, which is so, the hardest part is starting. So they're going to they're gonna solve that for you. And they've actually identified the most common situations and tricky issues that business owners face and have created multiple, like I said, fully customizable scripts so you can handle each and every single one and ditch the BS. Now, if you want that, I do have a link in the show notes. You get a little sneaky discount as well if you sign up using my link down below. So yeah, go have a look at the Boundary Bible. Let me know if you snag it. Let Kaylee know if you snag it via my link too. We will both be notified via the system, but I could not leave you hanging and I really want you to start working on that. So go enjoy your Boundary Bible that is vetted not only by a copywriter who's fierce, but a literal lawyer. So boom, conflict resolution point number two, check that off the list. Moving into point number four, speaking of taking ownership and effectively communicating, this is probably the most important lesson I have for you out of all five, okay? If you guess contracts, you are right, my love. You really need to stop sleeping on legal. I see it way too many times, even with multi-six, seven-figure founders. They are sleeping on the importance and they go kind of, oh, ignorance is bliss, and they sleep on it. And I'm going to call you out here, okay? I'm probably going to call you out. Stop thinking those free templates of Google are cutting it. Stop stealing your mentor or coach's contracts. You are quite literally setting yourself up for so much failure and so much conflict. 
Do you know how many people I know that have saved themselves $20,000, $15,000, $45,000, because of their bulletproof and custom contracts to their business? Hire not only a lawyer, but a lawyer in the entrepreneur space. A lawyer not only in the entrepreneur space, the digital era of entrepreneurship. I have seen way too many people, they hired a lawyer, but the lawyer knew nothing about what we do. Boom, they're not actually protected. Just because you're paying a flashy bill to a lawyer doesn't mean it's going to do the job and do it well. And if you want something to do a job damn well, it's going to be your contract. It's going to be your lawyer. So if you want to, again, as if I would leave you hanging, if you want to purchase lawyer vetted, lawyer curated contracts, and like I said, duh, of course I have a link for you and you get a discount and you get to not only just purchase from a lawyer, like I said, a vetted lawyer who is not only an entrepreneur, but understands the space of this digital entrepreneurship. So it's not only just that, but it's my lawyer. I adore her and I stand behind her times 10. She is phenomenal. All my contracts are custom, but she also has made it so easy for you with her template shop, her contract template shop. And if you're going to get any template, you should get it from her. So if you head down to the show notes, you are going to see the link so you can go browse, search, and see the multitude of potential contracts that you can add into your business edit accordingly. You can hire her as well if you wanted. It will be more expensive, but you can start off with the templates and use the link in my bio and happy shopping. I'm really excited for you to tackle number four. Like I said, most important point. Number five, this is probably not going to be what you want to hear, but prepare for it to happen again. You cannot shut down and go off the grid when an unhappy client comes around. Okay. You really can't. You have to root like I said in number one, you have to root in the fact and get confident in your conflict resolution and point number two and point number three. And you know what? Point number four. So you have to prepare. You have to prepare. You don't want to be reactive and you don't want to be naive. You're in business. People are going to have audacity. People are going to invest and then not have the funds or overextend themselves X, Y, and Z. There's so, there's a million things that could go on, but every business, every niche goes through this. It's like I said at the beginning, it's not a unique problem to you. And the first step in this is to stop tying so much, so much of your worth and identity to your business because it's going to lead to burnout. It's going to cause you to close your books. So how can you prep emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, legally, business-wise, you name it? You do it by preparing through all the above that I have just listed. It's incredibly important get the boundaries, get the clear communication, set the standards, get the contracts, right? All of that matters. And the sooner you realize that you can't avoid this in business, you can minimize it a lot. I've seen that. I'm very thankful. I've had very minimal situations, but I've learned from every single one. We've all gone through it, but I digress. So those are five points that I want you to really hone in on and start shifting. And if you're going through a current situation with an unhappy client, again, I'm sending you so much love, but really take a moment to be accountable and where did you fall through on your communication? What clear expectations and boundaries did you not set? 
Did your contract actually protect you? Were you really clear on your marketing or did you get into the desperado vibes? These are all question scenarios that you have to go through to really evolve and become the founder and the leader that I know you are. So I want you to handle these situations with grace. I want you to handle them with good rapport, with your head held high. I don't want you to project. I don't want you to be reactive. I want you to be known to be a leader, to handle them with care, quality, incentives, so that you end up building a great relationship with them. And your client resolution, you're known for that. No matter what is thrown at you, how awesome would that be if that's the words and the wisdom that's shared about you? You want that, right? We all do. So these five points will help you get there. And as I mentioned, you can head on over to the show notes to snag your business boundary Bible using the link there and shop some vetted lawyer contracts using the link in my show notes. Anyways, I am sending you so much love. I am sending you so much conflict resolution love. (laughs) And I know you got this. You're stronger than you think. You've literally come out on top through every single battle. So you're going to come out on top of this. I promise you got this. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Sending you so much love. Thank you for listening to the Tash Talks podcast. My name is Natasha Zorik, and I encourage you to be an audacious leader in both your life and business. If you love tuning in, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow along at www.natashazorik.com slash podcast and over on Instagram at natasha.zorik. See you soon.